Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. I was on the road driving today and uh, it's been a week and it's been up, down, great, all around. So I was driving and today is actually uh, our best friend couple's 25th wedding anniversary and they're having a renewal and event tonight and I've been helping with that and I'm on my way to work now and I'll be leaving there and jumping back and forth but driving in reflection I was just thinking about uh I was what started it was I was listening to Chris Stapleton's millionaire song where you know the whole point is you're always rich no matter what and I know I haven't made it a secret that I'm just like probably 30 to 80% of all the other Americans around here who are trying to determine what to do now and while the getting's hot and while the freedom's still here and everyone's thinking about what really mattered, what we should have been thinking about all along when we weren't brainwashed with all the crap of fame and fortune being the paved road to America. The dream of America is what you make it and the best things in life are the things you can't buy. Who knew? Well, we did, but still, we use it to fill a lot of gaps. I'm guilty myself. I'm a consumer. I consume. But anyway, I was thinking about the miraculous gift I have of my marriage to my husband. And I'm not going to get tired of saying that because I truly know, based on people, lives, history, loneliness, all the, the, everyone that you've known and I've known, we've known, finding that perfect match, that mutual take your breath away forever is a very hard, like energy vibe to find. You can find vibes that vibe, but finding that thing is, uh, It's not as rare as you would think. When I look at some of the people in my life, I'm not alone. I mean, hence I am going to a 25th wedding anniversary today of high school sweethearts that are just as enamored as they were then. And uh, anyway, I, I wrote my husband when I first started Oh Hey Heather and was just trying it out and saying, hey, I want to start documenting stuff for the family and the kids and talking about who I am and we are and the way, you know, where we're at. I wrote him an anniversary blog instead of buying him a card. One, I don't know why cards got so expensive all of a sudden. But two, I wanted it to be my words, not somebody else's. And I thought, what kind of a writer am I if I don't even write to the people I love? So, if we don't mind, I want to read it because... In true me fashion, it's amazing what I was saying at a time prior to what we're now living in, which is a full curtain pulled back pandemic of mass proportions. So uh, here it goes, and it's my wish for all of you. I didn't want to write a post on Facebook. I didn't want to stand in the card aisle at Kroger reading card after card, 
trying to find the one card some stranger wrote that came close enough to capture what I am trying to say to you, so I can sign it as if it's a stamp of approval. I also didn't want to wait for a milestone year to say what I want to say right now. This is anniversary 17. Not 20, not 25 or 50, but 17 complete seasoned cycles of marriage. And here's what I feel and think that I want to say about it. <clears throat> With great love comes great fear. Not fear like basic realizations of letdown. That's not a big deal. There's not a relationship in your life, kids, family, neighbors, coworkers, parents, etc., that won't somehow disappoint you at some point or another during life. We just have to consciously decide that it's worth it anyway. We are better people because of the relationship. That's the grace that we choose to give one another, and I believe it makes us improve as overall individuals too. I choose to focus on the majority of positives that outweigh those little stuffs. That's not the fear I'm referring to. This fear is big, and I have to tell it to go away and not come back regularly. The fear that I'm referring to isn't about honoring your vows either. No, I feel those promises are still solid. It's always. It's the fear that creeps in during those quiet, perfect moments like right now, when I'm alone and I'm with my thoughts about you. I'm reflecting on all the experiences we've shared together that no other human on this planet can say that we've witnessed, our times. The times where we laughed, cried, complained, loved, dreamed, and experienced between us that define the legacies of our own individual existence. And then I have a little gif of the boy at the bottom of the well in Goonies saying, it's our time, it's our time down here. You've seen me at my best and you've seen me at my worst, as I have with you. And here we still are, committed to being besties for the resties. This fear is the fear that when I feel it, I tell it to shut up, go away, and try deeply not to allow it into, into living rent-free in my mind. The fear that this life together as we know it, someday, any day, will end. Sure, there's micro-fears about truths that one day our kids will be turning into adults, becoming grandparents, moving again, or, you know, that rumored emptiness, loneliness that we hear a lot about. We know those chapters of our story are inevitably going to happen. I'm not fearful of aging. We've proven time and time again that we like each other just as much as we love each other. So there's plenty of mountains left to climb together and chapters to write, even if it's just the two of us day to day in our golden years. I can live with those fears. We got this. It's the big hairy Sasquatch fear that is born after you realize how broad of a feeling spectrum true love creates. Because when you marry your absolute best friend, the exposed vulnerability of probable loss is just as deep of a dark well as the bright height of atmospheric love we create. The vast emotional sliding scale of joy versus pain. The more I love you, the more I don't ever want us to live without each other, side by side. Sure, we don't know what we don't know, which includes the fact that uh, our time on this earth is limited. Uh, one day we will be apart and mourn a gap of time until we reunite on the other side. And that's it. That's my fear. That reoccurring pop-up fear is told on the regular to get out of my head and my heart. No, you are not allowed here. Not today.
And then I have, you know, the Game of Thrones girl, Aya, looking. Not today. Today's a pretty damn good day to have a good day. I can't worry about someday. It's too scary. Here's what I remind myself to make it stop and go away. Fear and anxiety are created by the future of the unknown. And depression is actually caused by the past of trauma. The present is what we have, and it's a gift to savor. We have something that I wish everyone could have and hope everyone experiences at some time in their lives. We're enjoying life, which is pretty fun. The cup isn't half full, it's totally full. Anywhere with you is where I wanna be. I'm sad that not everybody has experienced this kind of love. I wish everyone could. I know people that haven't and oh, their hearts are so beautiful and I hope they find their match. It would be such a better country and a better world if we all did. No matter what LBQTQRSVP you are searching to have an anniversary with, we all deserve love like this. I want everyone to have years of anniversaries that are based on a genuine feeling of security and confidence that remains strong no matter what we face in life. We're a team and there's no end in sight to it. We look at each other as our partners together always. I love you with every part of my being. I know you love me back, same. Sure, we recognize the superficial levels of frustrations we cause one another from anything like having to repeat yourself to forgetting to pick up the milk. Ugh. We let it go, we smile, that's the motto. We both do it. This ain't a competition of chores. It's a partnership of our teamwork. And yes, that dang fear that pops up and reminds me that one day, inevitably, unavoidably, we will become the good old Kansas song, some dust in the wind. No matter how hard we try, how hard we preserve our health, how hard we fear it, no one but God knows when it will be our time to be called and or what will cause it. It's just what it is. <clears throat> we don't know which one of us will have to feel that instant, deep, life-altering grief that will occur. Whether it be at 45 or 95, when we know from that moment on, we will be apart until the other one comes to the same fate. So when I sit here on our 17th anniversary of standing on that altar at St. Anthanasius Church in Jessup, Iowa, just a couple of nervous kids holding hands as we completed that universal ritual that makes it official. I know without a second's doubt that I am ready to love you fiercely until our 77th anniversary, here's hoping, <laughs> of that special day. Today I let that stinking fear realization spin in my head just a little longer than usual in an attempt to explain it. And once I've explained it, I'm telling it to get the F out of here. I get back to our present day. A really great present day. A 6,205th day of waking up next to my humble, healthy, handsome, American-loving, talented, intelligent, faithful, funny, dedicated, strong man that I get the absolute honor of calling my husband. Happy anniversary, my friend. Here's to replacing fear with gratitude. Replacing the unknown with the security of what we have, holding each other's hand, 
and jumping into these crazy, vulnerable waters together. To heaven to hold from this day forward, for better or worse, rich or poor, sickness, health, to love and to cherish till death do us part according to God's holy ordinance, I pledge my faith to you. I love you, Mark, from the moment we met and every moment since. Thanks for reaching. I didn't expect to get emotional reading that. I just thought it was so timely that uh, on this thought reflection of someone else's anniversary, I felt the urge to pull that up and read it and still having it reflecting all the unknowns and things that we're battling today that we shouldn't be battling because all of us still all just want the same things. And that is the American dream of being a millionaire, which when, let's be honest, it is that love and that connection and knowing that somebody on this earth pines for you. Don't we all just want to belong to something bigger than us? After this, I've got a couple random little one, two minute, three minute things that I've talked about. Random. Uh, I added them on at the end. Have a great day, guys. Make the best of it. Who knows how many days we have left. I absolutely adore music that has more beauty and rhythm in the words that they're saying as they do the music and rhythm that it's contained with. And lately, I've just been really digging the uh, slow, comfortable rhythms of eclectic storytelling and weird, like everything from Tyler Childers to Aaron Lewis to uh, which. It's like I've always liked them all. I just didn't string them all together and, and realize, you know, um, there's different ones I'm being introduced to. My brother just introduced me to the Wood Brothers. And uh, they kind of fit that, that same feel genre. I'm sure there's some category that all of it falls into. I don't know what that is. I just know that uh, there's something soothing, calming about it. It's almost like my amazing grace in a way of, getting comfortably accepting of what is in front of us and what will be before us and after us and everything in between that we will not know. And uh, let's begin, shall we? It's almost uncannily eerie, but I've, I've decided that every aspect of my life in the day-to-day, -day, whether I be obligated to be there or just participating by the fact of my humanity or my zip code. The only place to see the most of my truth and where it is still real for me is the very place I seem to be pulled the most from. In a lockdown place of people wanting everyone to stay isolated in their homes. The only thing I've ever wondered is what that must feel like. And a part of me thinks that it might be good for a while, but you still need that mix-up. You need that that shift and that different uh, stimulation of people, places, and things. Not to mention income and consumption. We are quite the consumers, are we not? And uh, the world will continually generate it until we reach the ultimate goal we are born and bred to believe, which is fame and fortune is what sets you free even though our parents promised us that wasn't true it was all about stability stability and 
reliability and and the most important of all love and trust and relationships and a solid secure home and a place to be yours everybody deserves that everybody could have that everybody could have that globally but we allow bad people to stay in charge and we are yet another example of what happens when bad bosses run good companies and uh, we'll have to figure out how to get over that and there you have it another episode of Oh Hey Heather I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one or if anything just something you could enjoy thanks everyone and have a great one